Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Spooky Shit. Welcome to the shit. With the shittiest podcast. Just kidding. I shouldn't say that because Brandy does all the work on it. And she's <laughs> rude. You it's know a what? good podcast. I think it, it'll it be our legacy and that's fine. All right, why did we name it this, you know? Yeah. No, I think it will be our legacy. I think we'll die on this, but... <laughs> forever (laughs) like 80 years of spooky shit motherfuckers yeah this better be my full-time job within a month (laughs) well if itunes will put us up hey (laughs) itunes anyway that'll be irrelevant by the time i know actually listen to this (laughs) um so you wanted to we wanted to talk about two things before we got into our main topic that brandy chose this time because i chose aliens last time that was a lot (laughs) a lot of time Yes. Well, yeah. you know, two parter. Two parter. Yeah. But we got it. We hammered it out. We got it out of the way. We did it. We did it. But yeah. I need to know. It is imperative that I know. Oh yes, yes. Hope. Give me your your impressions of Yuri on Ice because okay. I watched all of it. I like shoved yeah. it on Hope, and I was like, mm-hmm. "You need this." And she didn't really know. She was like, "Is it gonna? Is it gonna bring up my hopes and crash them down like everything?" Yes. Yes. But what happened? Okay, so just for the listener, um, Yuri on Ice is a sports anime that got really popular in America because it had a gay couple in it. The main couple is gay. And so Tumblr, if you don't know what Tumblr is, I don't know where you heard about this podcast. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, But is really into it. And I'm a queer person and I always want queer media. I'm like, give it to me. Give it to me. I like to watch Mm. all of it. I need it all. So I saw all this Yuri on Ice shit and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then Brandy was telling me all about it all the time. Yeah. And she and it doesn't fucking queer bait you. It doesn't do little things here and there. And you're like, oh, maybe I can put gayness on top of this. No, it goes. It's real. It goes for it. You know what, Brandy? I thought it was queer baiting. And for the listener, queer baiting is when there's like gay interactions between characters of the same gender like romantic interactions but then it turns out it's like that's they're just hilarious jokes of course they're straight everyone's straight you know um but no that was happening in yuri on ice i thought i was wrong Mm -hmm. i thought with victor when he was like hitting on yuri a lot but it turned out in the 10th episode they go back in time and victor thought they were already like spoilers Oh, okay. They should already know that. They should already know spoilers. Okay, yeah. In the 10th episode, which is the best episode. That's, we just rewatched that with a dub, just to know. It's incredible. Yeah. That's, it's so good. We were not, okay, so me and my girlfriend watched this, and we were, like, crying at that twist together. Like, we were. It's so beautiful, because you I had no idea. I mean, before that point, it still is a romantic relationship. But it's very silly. It's silly. Well, it's Earth. it's just like I feel like it's the very kind of like tropey way of like oh this shy guy like gets the really amazing other guy and you know like how could yeah. he ever care about him he's always gonna feel insufficient kind of thing, and then yeah. you realize that Victor's been in love with him for like a year. Oh my god! And you're I like, know. and he didn't just show up because he was like oh I noticed you like senpai noticed you. It's like no, he's like I- I'm in love with this kid. And I need to go I to him. That had a wild night of s- stripper pole dancing with. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it made it so much more, like, mutual in, in uh. their whole relationship. And everything was, like, shit. Oh, I know. It made everything make sense. And you rewatch, and it makes so much more sense now. Yeah. Like, the, why Victor was so touchy and stuff. Because he's like, yeah, Yuri was like, this was me. 
before. Yeah. He's like, we have but this thing. But you remembered nothing, which is so fucking funny, too. Yeah, and I in the it. beginning, you think, like, oh, he doesn't even know who he is. And he's just like, oh, Victor will never, ever look at me. And then he he does, and he's like, oh, hey. And he's like, he'll never look at me and runs away. <laughs> and he's like, wild. <laughs> but I don't know if they're, um, are, are they really engaged? Victor thinks they're engaged. But Yuri... Yuri's got his, like, self-esteem issues. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. And that's established, like, yeah. his self-esteem. So that's fine. I think... But, like, yeah, no, it's pretty canon <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, engaged. no. I, yeah, I guess, well, if he doesn't, like, argue with Victor about it. <laughs> and they're yeah. gonna stay together for at least five gold medals. Then. Yeah, I, yeah, or whatever that is. I think... I think it's, like, uh... Well, people could be like, oh, they're wearing their rings on their right hand. Oh, it's not like they keep calling them like. Notice that. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're calling them good luck charms. But in Russia, people wear their wedding rings on their right hands. Well, yeah. I mean, Victor clearly thinks they're engaged. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And he's like, we're not married right now, but we're going to be. Going to be married. (laughs) Of course. And then everyone's just like. like, "Ah!" (laughs) Pachita's me. Pachita's us. We are all Pachit. I love him. I okay in the dub. Have you watched watched any of the dub? No, I've seen clips and I'm just like this is awful. It's really bad. Why, Yuri has an American accent for some reason, and so does Pachit. Well, well, Pachit, that's weird. But Japanese characters in dubs always have American accents. Oh, because it's for American audience. It's for Americans, and usually it's just Japanese people. So they're like default every everything American. Yeah, I don't know why Pachit. I mean, but, I don't even know what language they speak in Thailand. So yeah, usually. Like, there's not this many international characters in one show. So mm-hmm. if they're going to do an accent, it'll be, like, that one foreigner character that comes in. But this one, it's, like, everybody. I loved Chris. Oh, <laughs> my God. His Swedish accent. I'll have to find a clip and send it to you. Anyway, I think, honestly, um, so if you skipped forward past our discussion of Yuri on Ice, you, you can stop now because we're going to start talking about other stuff. Brandy, Still not spooky talk- things, though, because I have another thing to talk to you about. Yeah, we have. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, you went to the, the Women's March yesterday. Yeah, it- I went to the one in NYC, and you went to the one in LA. Yeah, and it was yeah. awesome. It was my first march. You were? Oh, yeah, mine too. Was it? Yeah, it was. I went to a vigil after the Pulse shooting, which was a very, almost a similar vibe, to be honest, oh, to this yeah. march. Tell, yeah. me, tell me about the vibe. Tell me how it was in New York. Vibe was, okay, so we got off the train, and we were on 42nd Street, which is this huge street right outside of Grand Central Terminal, which is, like, the biggest subway. Mm-hmm. And um, we tried, We got off the train, and we just, as soon as we walked out, we were in the crowd. Like, we were supposed <laughs> to meet this place, but the crowd was so huge, it's extended from the meeting place to Trump Tower, just thousands and thousands of people. And we, like, shuffled along. We weren't walking that fast. We were chanting. We had a sign. It was so amazing it felt very solidarity and it was cold and there was tons of people out there mm-hmm. but at yours there were more people there was uh, the most the la one i i read that it was like seven hundred thousand people it's it was 750 at the la one uh five hundred thousand at the dc one and two hundred fifty thousand at the new york one dang yeah it was like insane so i'd never been anything like this before i hate going to la it's like always a nightmare um you can't just subway in we tried to and the subways were like two hours delayed down 
yeah it it all shut down like and i don't the parade route or the march route was not like big enough because i feel like the people like they stretched from the beginning to the end and it was still full of people like there wasn't any empty space people were like filling up all the streets on the side everything it was crazy like oh it was so good it felt it felt good it's like because when donald trump got elected i was just like oh the world has ended and everyone is fucking stupid in my stupid fucking country yeah and then this and it was just so it was so good to see it's like people can people can do this like just the citizen can make a a, a difference yeah just and it was so positive there was like no bullshit there like everyone was cool like no violence everyone happy and nice there was like no counter protesters i feel like no i was worried about that and there was none yeah because they would have gotten swamped are you kidding yeah they would have been destroyed yeah um and it was just it was all these different movements like i saw a reproductive rights movement trans movement lgbt mm-hmm. movements fem- feminist stuff black lives matter was had a big presence there which so it, all together yeah which why it was huge yeah we had like i don't even know who was there i saw everything but like obviously like a big like mexican-american group in la mm-hmm. yes like yes. chanting in spanish which i was like <gasps> yeah Lots Fucking of like amazing, like si se puedes and other things I can't understand, like on signs. Yeah. And I was like, awesome, shit ton of like Leia signs. I saw a lot. I saw people dressed as Princess Leia. Oh my god, I loved yeah. it. Like Thanks. all the women belong in the resistance posters. Very good. Yes. Nothing. Very wholesome. Very American. Yeah, it felt really good. Uh, the chant was always like everyone. I think. Mostly chanted, this is what democracy looks like. And I was this like, this is what democracy looks like. Show me what democracy looks like. Like, and the uh, my body, my choice, her body, her choice thing. Oh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I was like, I this is great. Wow. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. But you know um, what's also fucking awesome? What? Sirens? I don't know. I can't <laughs> okay well uh hope and i have slightly different vibes when it comes to like picking the spooky things we like and hopes that are like actually spooky and mine are like yeah but let's talk about mythology i like (laughs) mythology i just don't know a lot so it's actually nice to hear about it yeah and i was like okay this is like a very women power week this is like we want to talk about badass ladies and i was like what about what about sirens greek greek myth like pre-mermaid these like bad bitches who just killed a bunch of dudes amazing yeah and i was like okay they're not exactly spooky but to an ancient greek they were yeah so it's fine we got it's our podcast we can do what we we want we talked about yuri on ice for like 10 minutes whatever and we could have talked longer because oh we could have i just cut it off because i'm like people are just gonna throw their phone in the garbage or they're gonna love it Ugh. You don't know if the we crossover. Get... Hey, guys, email us at spookyshitpod at gmail.com if you want more Yuri on Ice. If you want less, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. We can and... we can do a like episode by episode reaction podcast if you want. I would love to do that. Because I actually haven't uh, watched the dub, so we could watch the terrible dub. Oh, we could definitely watch the dub. I would do that. 
So anyway, sirens are cool. I like them. And yeah. they're they're these really uh scary ladies, you know? Like a scary lady. Yeah. Um so let me They're let me, hot. They're Maybe, hot. Right? Yeah. They're real okay. hot. Um They're like well, it's it's interesting because you'd assume that their power would be like hotness. Yeah. Like when you think okay, sirens, mermaids, they're like super sexy. Not necessarily. So let me give you this low down. All right. So low down. they're originating from Greek mythology. That's like their main thing. Uh, probably came from somewhere else first and like trickled into Greek ideas. And the Greeks like really built it out into their mythos and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what we know it from. So you think they're these like sexy uh, mermaid ladies or just like sexy ladies on the beach? No, uh, they are creatures with the body of a bird and the head of a woman. So they don't, they're not even fish. Why do we think they're fish now? Well, people think, well, people like merge them with mermaids. I have some things about that, but like, oh, okay. they're, yeah, they're either like, bird ladies or they're just regular ladies and they don't uh, yeah they're not in the ocean either they like live on the shore but um sometimes they have arms sometimes they're just like a full bird body with the lady head oh yeah so Sorry. uh there's many different like origin stories for them but one of them is that they're the daughters of the river god i'm sorry if i'm gonna butcher all the greek names but nobody knows them nobody knows them so if you're a classics major listening to this i'm sorry (laughs) sorry yeah uh so the river god achilleos achilleos uh but they don't know who their mother is so she could have been like three different like four different ladies or they were just like born from like gaia like mother earth Mm-hmm. So, uh, who knows? The most famous ones, like, usually they're just called the Sirens, but the ones who are named are Parthenope, who, which that means maiden face, Ligia, which means shrill, and <laughs> Leucosia, which means white being. Mm, so, like me. yeah, a white being. <laughs> a, a maidenly shrill white being. Beautiful. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, That's a good description. So, according to Homer, who uh, his when he talked about them, it's probably the most famous story with them. They live on an island that's near uh, Scylla and Charybdis. I, that one's more easy to say, and I still don't know how to say it. But I think like he said it. in these line of ocean, that's really dangerous. They're like one of the obstacles, and they have their island. So. The siren. Yeah, so you think they're just, like, on a beach, but actually they're portrayed in a meadow starred with flowers. So they <gasps> don't live in the sea. They live in, like, this beautiful green island. That's, oh. Yeah, so gorgeous. And I feel like that's even more of the, like, enticing people to stop by because they're like, look at this beautiful place. Like, there's all these rocks and cliffs and shit, and they're on this, like, meadow. Um, okay. But... Also, their islands were perpetually layered with the rotting corpses of their victims. But, okay. So, you know, like how... That's not that enticing, though. Well, you know how fertilizer is, like, dead shit? Oh. Yeah. Why do you think there's so many flowers? Oh, shit! 
spooky as shit yeah they they like have all these green grass but then you look in there and then it's just like full of bones and like rotting bodies Ew. okay this is good yeah and then they just like hang out in it and they're like look how beautiful it is but you look closer and death and it's yeah um okay okay so they like to entice sailors to drown by singing or playing the lyre um they so what would happen is either people would jump over the side of the boat and try to swim to them and drown or (laughs) they would just steer their boat into like the cliffs try to get to them and just like shipwreck so these are the ones oh i'm sorry well these are the ones that don't look like birds right they look like birds but how are they playing the lyre with their wings they've got human arms sometimes oh okay in other stories they're just singing but uh, oh yeah but uh the one of the ones i liked is the ones who actually get to the island they don't like kill them per se they just starve to death because they refuse to leave oh my god yeah so i think like because the corpses are on the island like they don't eat them or anything they just like want to kill them wow yeah they like don't yeah they don't need their like flesh or anything to survive they're just like i want to kill these dudes it's always dudes yeah only men they just hate men well yeah i I have some theories on that of why also i feel like they are they're only victims that they can get close to are sailors Mm. and sailors are only men because women can't leave the house women can't leave their island exactly you know what maybe that's why they're killing these guys maybe they want to make they're trying to get their message across (laughs) Like, like we want to get off this stupid fucking island. Look at these Imagine flowers. being trapped. Hey, imagine being trapped. Mm. We're going to make you stay trapped here. Yeah. Just like you made your wife trapped by not giving her access to abortion services. <laughs> exactly. Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Uh, so, and what I thought was interesting is that the sirens are actually believed to, like, join people in mourning. So they would, like, sing their song for you if you were sad. And, like, specifically like helen calls out to them oh and helen it, like in euripides is helen she says like uh as i begin begin the great lament of my great distress what morning shall i strive to utter sirens may you come to my morning with libyan flute or pipe or lyre tears to match my plaintive woes so <sighs> i like like they kill these dudes but if a woman is crying they like come and sing for her Oh my god, they're amazing. Yeah. I don't know if they do this if dudes are sad, but they come to hell like Helen asks for them to come. And she's Helen like Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy. For the listener. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the main Helen. Duh Helen. <laughs> OG Helen. Yeah. So I just like I love like they're these terrifying creatures to all men. Their song will destroy you. But if you are like Helen and you're sad, she's like, please sing for me. I want to hear your song. Oh my god, I you're making me love the sirens. Yeah. I love them. They're wonderful. They're so, so fucking cool. You're not the only one who loved them. Sirens, what? like, the myth of them just, like, spread across Europe. And it was adapted yeah. into, like, a bunch of, shoot, like, different forms and stories. They went, like, obviously to the Roman Empire. And then Spain and France and Italy and Poland and England. And then somewhere along the way, they were, like, turned into water dwelling creatures and then they were they were turned into just sexy ladies because i think people making art were like 
and people making stories were like female sexuality is scary let's turn them into sexy women in the water yeah. and then they kind of like mushed into mermaids mm-hmm. yeah. but i'm pretty sure mermaids were a separate thing but they kind of just like squished together also when the christians came along they were like they didn't they had the sirens as a thing like people believed in them and they were like oh this just represents the how terrible female sexuality is and the dangers of sex and the evils of lust yes but that's how i learned about them honestly i don't i don't think they were really all about being sexy i think they were just about their music being beautiful and people wanted to hear their music and go to them and it wasn't like i want to fuck you it was like i want to hear your song it's so beautiful yeah that oh that fits in so well with a story i have to tell you later oh my god cool teaser so i've got three stories for you the three main stories Ooh, that Simon show yes. up. i was That's surprised they don't really have their own story they kind of just like show up in everybody else's stories when they're like oh we have a like like hero sailing somewhere story let's throw in some sirens for like some scary yeah. scary obstacles uh okay. usually like the for the dude hero um but their one of their origin stories actually has to do with Persephone, our <gasps> sweet love. baby. Yeah. Yeah. So according to this legend, and I don't think it's one of the famous poems, but it's a legend that the sirens were young maidens who were friends of Persephone. So they were humans. Yeah. And they were like one of her friends that they would go out and like pick flowers or whatever ladies did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were there when she gets kidnapped by Hades. And so they were like... Uh, well, there, I, I, there's lots of art of it of them just like running away and being very scared, or just like her handmaidens like freaking out when this happened. So Demeter came out, her mom, and she was mm-hmm. like, "Um, where's Persephone?" And they're like, "We don't know. Hades came and was a total fuck, and she's gone." Took her to the underworld. Yeah, and she, and Demeter, who's like the most mom, she was like. <laughs> okay, uh, you guys help me look for her. And so she gave all of the handmaidens wings so they Ooh. could fly around and search for Persephone. And so they were they all, like, searched for her, but she was in the underworld, so you can't just go down there. Um, so they couldn't find her. And and Demeter was just pissed. So she, was, she punished them by turning them into, like, half women, half birds. Okay, it's not their fault. That's how fucking Greek gods work. They're such assholes. They get mad and they're like, fuck you, I'm gonna turn you into a swan or whatever. This is why I like Persephone, because she doesn't do shit like that. (laughs) Well, she's also just, like, sad. I think think they they were looking for her and then they, like, Persephone ate the pomegranate, pomegranate seeds or whatever and was stuck. And Demeter was just like, fuck you guys, and turned them into, like half birds because of their wings she just like turned them into full birds well half birds and then i then i guess they got super vengeful and went to this island and started murdering dudes which i feel okay here's my theory of what would happen so demeter got really mad unleashed her like anger on them because she couldn't just like fuck up hades Mm. and so they were like well now we have this like just anger towards men who think it's okay to just steal ladies and that yeah. fucked up our lives so we're just gonna kill all of you oh my god so this is like the origin story of all sirens yeah this is great yeah so one story is oh. that they were just born by a river god and they're like here we are but i like this one because it's like this story of 
like revenge and just like yeah. like them they couldn't save their friend so they're just like fuck men and <laughs> and their song that they say like the song that they sing for men isn't like we're so sexy come see us it's like very sad oh really like i feel like it's like people i don't know some of the poems describe it as like it's a very sad song that's why they sing for mourners and that kind of thing so that it might sense. just be like we are very sad about our friend we're sad about what happened to us and it's all like gross dudes fault who think this is okay so if you think it's okay to steal a girl we'll just kill you wow yeah, yeah. that's so much wonderful information this is the best story you've told me so far yeah um so that's cool um i think it's a cool story but here's Mm -hmm. where the dudes come in because we are the greeks and we love we love fucking dude heroes i'm not gonna like this yeah because they're like the scary monster so uh we all know about Odysseus. I'm going to talk about him last. But here's yeah. uh, Jason, our friend from the Argonauts. Of the Argonauts? Of the Argonauts. Jason uh-huh. and the... Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. They had a big-ass journey, too. I didn't go into it. But Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> At one of the points, they're, like, sailing along. Um, apparently, Orpheus is with them. I thought Orpheus yeah. had his own thing, but apparently he, like, hung out. Morpheus the- of the Red and Blue Pill? Yes. No. And the tiny sunglasses? Orpheus of the plays plays music real good. Okay. And like tried Morpheus. to save my wife when she went to hell and then I looked at her and then she had to go back. And then he was like, take which pill do you want? The red or yeah. the blue? He's like, I'm going to change my name ever so slightly, make my glasses smaller and let's do this. It's more reflective. Yeah. And he never played music again. No. Um, he was on the ship with all the Argonauts. So they are uh, sailing along and then they all feel uneasy. And a strange mm. music wafts over the waters. <gasps> and it it was like tugging at their hearts. And they were like, we need to find the source of this yes. strange music. And so they like start sailing over and then they look and they're like, oh shit, it's sirens. We're fucked. We and everyone's like, let's fucking jump overboard and hang out with them. But Orpheus is like, no, no, no. I am going to save us by playing my lyre super loud and really well because he's a like amazing musician of the stars. And it was so it was more powerful and captivating that they like listen to him instead. And they couldn't hear the sirens because he was louder. So this congeals with your theory that it's all about the music. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But also, just funny, one of the guys was apparently really good at hearing, and mm-hmm. so he still heard the siren song underneath and jumped overboard, <laughs> and they were like, oh, fuck, and he was just, like, trying to swim towards them and uh, probably just die on the rocks, but Aphrodite just appeared out of nowhere and, like, picked him up and put him back oh. down. Yeah. Hmm. So everything was good sometimes for them. Sometimes they do. Sometimes the gods are cool. Yeah. I mean, this story is kind of gross because they're like, well, this one dude's music is more powerful than all these ladies who are, like, known for it. But mm-hmm. also, I don't think he was necessarily more powerful. I think he was just louder because that one guy still jumped over because he heard Yeah. Them. Like, he could... No, I... That's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. But, like, yeah. so they got away except for mm-hmm. one guy... But that Aphrodite just like popped up and was like, "Hey, here's help." 
Honestly, I'm going to be real from what I know about Greek gods. Aphrodite probably just wanted to fuck that guy. Probably. That's the only reason she saved him. That's the only reason they do anything. I mean, that's kind of her thing, specifically. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the Greek gods are really interesting because they're not like uh, more modern ideas of gods that are like all omnipotent and kind and just. No, they're they're so unmoral. Yeah, they're like... Immoral. I think it's just really cool that the Greeks imagine their gods as humans, Mm. basically. Mm -hmm. Like, with all the flaws of human beings, they're just like really powerful yeah which is cool they're like there's no such thing as a perfect creature or being they're just as fucked as we are they're all assholes and so are we which makes sense because like life is awful especially for them when like these dudes were like going out to sea to like you know trade with whoever island and then they like drown because their boat crashes into a thing and everyone's dying at 40 so yeah, yeah, the world was ter- terrible, and it's hard to imagine that a really nice, like, just God was like, "Here, live in this awful world without me helping." <laughs> They're like, yeah. "No, the world is awful, especially because the gods don't give a shit." Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, Odysseus, we all know about him. He's the maybe one. the listener doesn't, Brandy. Okay, stop making them feel bad. I'm sorry. Okay, the biggest story with the sirens has to deal with Odysseus. He's like this sexy, sexy bro who fought in the Trojan War and is like really smart, and everybody loves him, especially Athena. Athena mm. has a huge boner for Odysseus. Yes, I remember she's this. about it. And he, but he's like married and he went and fought in the war for like 10 years and it takes him like 10 years to get home. Athena is the queen of the gods. No. No? Athena is, uh. Oh, she's the Zeus's, warrior one. She's like, she's the goddess of war. And Never mind. <laughs> also, well, she's a goddess of war and like strategy and I think some other cool things. Oh, Hera is Zeus's yeah. wife. Hera's okay, Zeus's wife. Athena is like Zeus's favorite because she like doesn't have a mother. She is of pure Zeus. She like popped oh, out of his head. Oh, did she come out of his forehead? Yeah. Athena came out of Zeus's forehead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was like, I have a headache, so I'm gonna ask my friend here to split my head open with an axe. And he's like, Alright, and then he does, and then like full grown, fully armored Athena pops out. Cool. Yeah. So um she's not a part of this story, but She's a part of the Odyssey, which is about Odysseus. So he's sailing home to Ithaca, where he lives. He's king of Ithaca uh, from the Trojan War. He's like, uh, you know, he has lots of trials getting back. Mm. And so one of the first things he gets stuck with is he gets stuck on the island with Circe, who is like a goddess witch kind of character who's just real sexy. Yeah. And she's like, I turned all your men into pigs, and you gotta hang out with me and fuck me all night. And he's like, that's fine, but also I'm gonna sit on the shore and, like, cry longingly all day. So For he just wife. spends... Yeah, he spends all day crying and all night fucking, and he's there for, like, a whole year. And he loves it. But then eventually his men, who, <laughs> like, stop being pigs, are like, dude, we should leave. And he's like, all right... But she's really hot, but all right. So she's like, um, I'm going to help you because you guys are definitely going to die if you sail back. So she tells him about the sirens. And she's like, here's the advice of what to do. And 
they follow her advice perfectly. So they get to the point where the signs are going to be. They know where they're going to be. And she's like, put all, like, put beeswax in all of your crew's ears. And so they're like, okay, let's do this. We all put in earwax. But Odysseus, because he's he's fucking Odysseus, is like, I want to hear it. I want to hear the song. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, um, bitch, you gonna die. And he's like, no, 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 no. Just tie me to the mast of the ship. And I'm going to listen. And if I struggle, just tie me tighter. And they're like, okay. So they tie him to the mast. And he hears the song. And what's interesting is that they, like, um, Homer actually wrote what they sang to him. And it's specific to him. And they say, um, like, Odysseus, bravest of heroes. Like, we'll teach you wisdom. We'll give you love sweeter than honey. Uh, we we sing songs that will soothe away your sorrow. In our arms, you will be happy. Bravest of heroes, we will bring you peace. Which, like, he flips his shit and is trying so hard to get to them and, like, yelling and screaming at them to untie him. And they're like, we can't hear you. Just row faster. So they get away. Um, yeah. But I just liked how this song isn't, like again, it's not appealing to like lust. It's yeah. It's like what he. It's like his deepest desire. Yeah, it's like they know exactly what he needs. They have the power to see what he needs and yeah. to vocalize it. Because like he wanted, he just wanted to be home. He just wanted to like peace. Yeah, he wanted peace. He wanted to be mm-hmm. happy. He wanted to just like not deal with this shit anymore. And they're yeah. oh, and also to be smart because he's about that. So they're like, we'll teach you wisdom. We'll make you happy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it is a form of seduction. It is. But it's not it's not sexual. Yeah, I heard like I remember one of the things I read, it's like they appeal to the spirit more yes. than the heart. Which oh. is really interesting. Like they they just like go straight for who you are and what you like really want. And what people really want is not sex in most cases. Yeah. So, Unless it's like one of those super sexy sailors, which I'm sure they're Yeah, like, like a sailor is like, all I want in my life is sex. <laughs> like, I don't need anything more than just to bang hot chicks. And they're like, oh. all I want to do is fuck a mermaid. Exactly. So they they are not these like sexual creatures, really. They're like creatures that look into your soul, find what you need. And they're like, we can give it to you. Yeah. And that's probably way more effective than like, hey, we sexy. They're like, we may, well, we may be bird ladies, but we know. But we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, well, wow. Yeah. Wow. That was, I mean, I knew you knew your Greek mythology, but that was. Yeah. Um, can I tell you some, like, slightly more lame shit, though? Oh, my God, please. So they uh, apparently looked as beautiful as Helen of Troy. So it was very beautiful. So the most they beautiful. had beautiful faces. Yes. To him. To, like, when Odysseus was looking at them, he was like, you guys are, like, as beautiful as the most beautiful lady in Troy. Um, but the crew who couldn't see them, they looked like, like, disgusting monsters with, like, claws and shit. Or, like, the they couldn't hear them. So they looked, like, disgusting to the crew. Oh, I see. But they looked like his wife to him. No, he Helen's not his wife. They just look real hot to Odysseus. Oh, okay. Because Helen is the hottest lady in all of Greece. Well, that's another way to seduce him. Yeah. But to the crew who couldn't hear them, 
they were like, these ladies are gross. And I just, like, it's more the magic of their song, I guess. Um, but some people, like, after Homer, some authors stated that the sirens were fated to die if someone heard their song and escaped them. So, I've heard that. Yeah. So they say that, like, after Odysseus got away because he heard everything and was fine, they jumped into the sea and died. Which is pretty lame, especially if they were, like, born of a sea god. Yeah, that sucks. But then I also read this other thing that said that they jumped into the sea and became fish, which maybe that's where the mermaid thing mermaid came in. Mermaid thing. Yeah. Um... But yeah, after after the Odyssey, they don't really show up much anymore. So maybe they did die. I don't know. Maybe they're just fish. Maybe they're just fish, and maybe or maybe they became mermaids, and are just everywhere now. Um. So yeah. Well, okay. I feel kind of bad because that was such like a good baseline of like what sirens are. I'm gonna tell you some real stupid shit about modern sirens. Okay. Real dumb. Like, there was a lot of information about modern vampires because there's a whole vampire underground. There's, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you heard that episode. If you didn't, I don't know what the fuck you're doing here. Honestly, Go back and listen to our fucking past episodes. I swear to God, don't even come here and talk to me. <laughs> that one's real good, too. Like, yeah, that one's pretty so, pretty good because modern modern vamps, dude, they're, they're thriving. Don't even fucking talk to me if you haven't heard all of our episodes. <laughs> I swear to God, don't come near me. Um, <clears throat> so we have, for modern... Sirens. It's mostly like a figure of empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly you'll hear about the Odyssey story, the Odysseus story. Um, but this author, Ellen T. White, wrote a book called Simply Irresistible about becoming a siren in modern life. And uh, basically a siren is somebody, so it's like a self-help book. Mm-hmm. It's a woman who lives their life with no consequences, blaze their own paths, allow an endless supply of confidence, passion, and determination to fuel your effort to leave a brazen life Mm. if you're a siren you'll pursue your dreams without regard for rules and standards of society and you don't apologize for being a sexual being embrace your inner siren and lead the lifestyle you wish and break free of societal stereotypes don't label yourself as a man eater so clearly there it's much it's there's much more sexual connotation yeah with with a siren also they don't eat dudes they just let them starve and then feed yeah. their plants. Yeah. So Ellen T. White defines five different types of sirens in modern life. There is a competitor siren who is more comfortable around men than women, uh, highly competitive, energetic, and would rather cry. Uh, ooh, they rarely cry and would rather get a good night's sleep than discuss your feelings. <laughs> and they have a lot of casual sex. So that's a competitor siren. Okay. Next is a companion siren who is a good judge of character, an optimist, enjoy entertaining and being around people, so an extrovert, mm-hmm. and wants to share the st- spotlight and not steal it. Okay. That's companion siren. A mother siren can intuit the needs of your man before even he knows what they are, which sounds terrible. Mm. Uh, they run the show. They're interested in the dem- domestic arts, and they're a problem solver who can remain calm in chaotic, chaotic situations. Okay. That's a mother siren. Okay, goddess siren. The goddess siren, honestly, is the one it seems like like is the best one. Mm-hmm. And this isn't, this is like it's framed as the best one. It's not just me saying that. Yeah. But um, 
that you, if you're a goddess, you might be a goddess siren if you prefer silence to chit chat, hate the thought of group activities, are moody and expect people to wait on you, and always hold yourself somewhat apart in a relationship. So that's that's the one that's framed as like kind of the ultimate and the most like sexy, the most empowered. But there's one more, and it's the sex kitten siren. Oh, it's made up. Um, you play up your womanly attributes. You would rather be with a man you found sexy than intelligent. You're often viewed as a naive, and you're openly se- sexual and ultra feminine. Okay. So those are yeah, those are the different types of sirens. That none, of modern them, none of them are birds. None of them are birds. They're all people. You're supposed to embody these sirens. Okay. Brandy, which one are you? Uh, Brandy? I don't think I'm the goddess because I fucking love chit chat. We spent 10 minutes talking about Yuri on Ice. Yeah. So you're going to need to choose another one. Do you need a refresher? I think I'm the second one, the one who likes parties, but like isn't mean. The companion siren? Yeah. Or are you the competitor siren? Nah, fuck dudes. Okay. I want to hang out so with you, my ladies. <laughs> like, Yeah, enjoy entertaining and being around people. Companion siren. Okay. Yeah. So let's just like, let's dive into this. Okay? Wait, Hope. Then who are you? Oh, I'm definitely the goddess one. Oh my God. Is that why it's the <laughs> best one? That's the best one. Do people I wait like, on you, Hope? Do they serve Victoria you? makes me every meal. My girlfriend. <laughs> Actually, that's true. <laughs> She's so pissed. <laughs> She's not pissed. She loves me. So oh my much. god. So does that make Victoria uh, the mother siren except for instead of anticipating the needs of her man she anticipates for her woman? Yes, but I'm not going to say that out loud because I don't want her She listens, you. unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, I'll be in trouble in a couple weeks. Okay. We love so. you, Victoria. Thank you for all you do. Love you, Victoria. I would be dead without you. Um, She's mad. Okay, so... <laughs> A companion siren fulfills a man's desire to connect. Hmm. Hmm. I thought You're sirens a... weren't fulfilling nothing for men, and it was all for women themselves. Ugh, I know. I know. I know. Like, who this cares is... what you're fulfilling for the dude? <sighs> she loves to serve as host. That's fun. That is fun. She, like, enjoys spending time with people. Yeah, she's a great judge of character, which I know you are because you're friends with me. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that's you. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you, this is just about becoming your best woman. And some of your role models for a companion siren. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I love this. On. It's like a BuzzFeed quiz. I know. That's why I chose it because it was very simple to understand. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I needed. Like siren discourse is just too much. Like I need sirens. No, honestly, there's not a lot of information about yeah. modern sirens. I made such a huge mistake. Okay, <laughs> so a companion siren. You're like Lady Randolph Churchill, who's uh, Winston Churchill's wife companion, and she was like very good at helping him with his job, and like was there beside him, but wouldn't take any credit, which is mm. which is uh, very cool. Um, for me. A goddess would be uh, someone like a Greta Garbo who's hot as shit and cool. So cool. that's that. And yeah, so that's that's pretty much like where the state of modern sirens is, Buzz, BuzzFeed quizzes, basically. Mm-hmm. But um, I found a really interesting piece. Have you ever heard of the Modern Love 
section of the New York Times. No. It's pretty famous. Okay. So writers submit these, like, essays about love every week they publish or something, and it's really popular. So a story came in February 24th, 2011, called Speaking at Arm's Length with Music, and uh, a lot of people has have suspected online that this is, like, I was on a siren forum, and people <laughs> were discussing they're like this is a story about a modern siren oh the author doesn't even really know but basically i mean it's a really good story i would read it called speaking at arm's length with music if you want to pause and read it you can it's short but basically what happens is there's this woman and she is at an open mic playing piano and singing and she plays really strange songs she plays a song about uh, a lamppost in the bronx that legend is if you kiss it you'll get good luck and um, she, and people just love her. And the guy who's writing this was also at the open mic, and he went after her. And he just started like coming to all her shows and listening to her and trying to be friends with her. And he felt like he was falling in love with her. Um, but he didn't really approach her because he was really awkward. Hmm. So for her birthday, she has a show. And he makes her a CD of all her songs, but played like they would sound on a music box. Oh. He plays them very cute that's cute. um very thoughtful um and he all through these shows he notices other men in the audience just like they keep coming to all the shows and they're sighing and looking at her and they they love her music and they buy all her cds and they sign up for a list and whatever and he's like well of course yeah of course they love her her music's really good and she's she's described as plain and uh not as beautiful as some of the other singers mm. and he even like pushes away a beautiful woman so he can be with her. And um, then the day of her birthday, he brings the CD and he goes to wait for her. And there's this line of men at her merch table after her set. And each of them has a really meaningful present. That's like an inside joke with her or like something they made. And it's dozens of men. It's dozens of men lined up and oh she received like receiving each of these presents smiling saying oh thank you and like hugging them and they go away and they're kind of like all kind of lingering like waiting for her and he says it's like they didn't even notice each other they were just all there for this one woman and they just wanted to impress her so much there's no women in this line there's no woman it's all these men that are giving her really thoughtful gifts like paintings they painted of her oh my gosh covers of her songs or music boxes they made one guy painted a picture of like a horse because they had an inside joke about horses and um so the guy ends up not giving her the cd and just walking away but the thing is i've been reading this forum and people are like i think this woman was a modern day siren and um so the i mean i don't know how much that makes sense because this one guy disappeared but she clearly had like a very similar effect as a siren would in greek mythology yeah and uh, (laughs) well and you know one one gets away so yeah one yeah there you go one Mm -hmm. gets away but would you like to know who the singer was tell me she's famous now oh my gosh before that it's regina specter what yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, she is not I, plain. She's beautiful. 
I know. What the fuck? First of all, Regina is gorgeous. That's the worst thing I've ever read in my whole entire life. Is that you said Regina Spector was plain looking? He didn't deserve her. No. Number one. I mean, I know. I just think it's crazy that like no women were in that line. There were no. They were all men giving her presents for her birthday, like really meaningful presents because yeah. they had all fallen in love with her music. And it's crazy, especially because her yeah. music is like. I don't know. It, it, it's like her songs aren't like really sexy, so that's obviously not why they're coming. Like she's not, you know, Ariana no, there, Grande. No, there's one about kissing a lamppost. Like, yeah, she, her songs are usually like just very like they feel good. They're like they feel fun and different. Yeah, and I feel like still- lots of women like them, which is weird that like no other women would be in it's this. It's because line. this was in person. Yeah. It only the effect only works in person. That's true. And I really yeah. I like that. That's cool. Because yeah. they <laughs> like I feel like with sirens, like you said, the whole musical aspect has really been lost and they've become this like these sexual things that like lure men to their deaths because of how beautiful they are versus like mm-hmm. how good they are at something. Like, yeah, and now and her sheer talent is mm-hmm. influencing these men to to give her things and to give her attention. Yeah, yeah. So she would be, if we're gonna go back to the paradigm I discussed before, uh, a goddess siren, because she is fulfills a man's desire for fantasy, the fantasy of her being like this beautiful whimsical girl, mm-hmm. even though she's not really doing anything she wouldn't do. Yeah. She's regal. She's in charge. She doesn't. She doesn't like like big groups. And she uh, has is strong, and uh, aloof, aloof mm-hmm. and demands to be waited on, because all these men are just like all these gifts, man. Yeah, she she demands it. So the goddess siren is uh, still, I think, here with us. Yeah, even now. And yeah. um, I think she's embodied in Regina Spector. <laughs> The one siren who has lived on from from Grecian times. So if you were going to ask me, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I'm convinced because mm-hmm. I have listened to Regina Spector's music for a very long time. And I have also fallen in love with her and I deeply love her. <laughs> so I'm convinced that sirens exist. Yeah, if you if saw Reg- her live, you would be like at her fucking door. With I gifts. would be at her house with like collages I made of her hair (laughs) yeah i mean like clearly in grecian times they were like an embodiment of the dangers of the sea and like Mm -hmm. how scary it was to sail off i mean they were they were like a seafaring people like a lot of the shit they did was like sailing to these other mediterranean islands and it was dangerous and ships like sank you know and they Mm -hmm. were like oh, there's this whirlpool monster, there's this crazy creature, and there's sirens. And they, like, they, like, that's clear where they came from and why they existed, and they're part of that. But I also just love how they're not, like, this scary force that will just, like, crush you like the other ones. Yeah. They, like, look into your heart, find what you need. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, they, of course they exist. Of course there are people who can do this. And, like, maybe they 
don't always sing a song about it but those people who can just like look at you and know or like they they get to know you and they know what you really want in life and Mm -hmm. they can either use it for good or evil you know they can yeah these modern sirens yo it's it may just be a buzzfeed quiz but i feel like (laughs) there's a siren in all of us (gasps) we want to embrace her you need to embrace your goddess siren yeah or any siren because you know you can like, any. you can like hanging out with people. That's the one thing yeah, about no, no, the no. goddess that I'm like I don't know because like you don't have to be a loner to be a siren. No, you can you can be in it. You yeah. can be whatever kind of siren you are already. Yeah, and it's not about the fulfilling men's desires and pleasing them. It's mm-hmm. the if you want to use that knowledge to your advantage, girl, take it. But like yes. it's all about you and your song. <laughs> and just like being a beautiful bird lady on an island full of dead bodies and flowers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. But if I was about, if I was going to give the modern woman some bad advice based on the information we learned, mm-hmm. you I know what? Would, uh... And I'm we are like we are feminists. We can say there is a siren <laughs> in any man who wants to be a siren too. Oh my god. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Embrace it. It's just that women sometimes need more, like, because society underrepresents them. And they, yeah, you exactly. Know, exactly. You know, exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yes, men, of course, you can also be a beautiful siren. And I've met some beautiful siren men. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know, I love you. Yeah. But we don't, we don't have to talk to you for it to matter. So women, listen up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait, guys, you need some advice from us, and we're going to give you some bad advice. Mm -hmm. If my bad advice would be, if you are feeling like you are having trouble, like, singing, I would suggest luring a man to your house, Mm. waiting, you know, just, like, keeping him in your house, like, forcibly, and waiting until he dies. Mm -hmm. And then trying to get, like, trying to, like, derive strength from his bones to improve your singing voice. And also improve your garden. Oh, yeah. Excellent fertilizer. Yeah, Mm. that's just another. There's lots of benefits. Yeah. I feel like my bad advice to everyone is that if you're going on, like, a boat trip, going on a cruise, you know, little, little sailing trip, just, like, tie yourself to the mast, you know? You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what you're going to hear. Just tie yourself to part of the boat. You may not be able to move anywhere or go anywhere. But like... For safety. It's worth it. And then you'll get to hear your song. And they'll tell you what you really need. That, you know? that would be invaluable. You know, like... It's like Princess and the Frog. Where they go see Mama Odie. And she's <gasps> like, I'm going to tell you what you need. And yeah. then they hear it. And they're like, oh my god. This is what I need to chase now. And then they don't die. Well, if you're tied to the mass, that's what's going to happen. You'll find out what you need. They'll tell you. And then you won't die. I think that's good advice, Brandy. Yeah, but also it's kind of hard to sail sometimes when you're like strapped to a mast. Also, if you're like on a cruise boat sometimes. or something. Like, you know, on a cruise boats and they have the like big giant like, like smoke thing in the middle. Maybe that's just Queen Mary. Like you're going to need a lot of rope <laughs> to tie yourself around that. Get your friends yeah. to like bring you some like fancy carnival cruise themed cocktail. And you yeah. know, it'll be a great vacation. Mm. Just stay mm. up there. You'll get a weird tan, but you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll hear a beautiful song. Go get yourself a weird tan. <laughs> get yourself a fruity cocktail, weird tan, 
Like, probably some strange looks from the boat staff, but yeah. no one said you can't tie yourself to the big-ass smokestack thing. No, what that wasn't in the rules. No. But guys, you know what is in the rules? Follow us on... No, I'm really bad <laughs> at segues, and I can't follow them. Um, why don't you guys follow us on Tumblr? Why aren't you doing that? Spookyshitpod.tumblr.com? Yeah, we Twitter? took the cast away, so it's just pod now. Yeah, to make it less confusing, but now it's probably a little bit more confusing. You know what? Don't apparently they're not listening to the old episodes anyway, so it's fine. They don't so have to listen to fucking vampires episode. No, uh, listen to the vampires episode on iTunes yeah. whenever the fuck that happens or SoundCloud. We got SoundCloud.com/slash Spooky Shit Pod. Yes, go to that to listen to us, and also we're gonna need you to email us your hate at spookyshitpod at gmail.com we would also like your love but i'm really expecting hate more yeah also uh we need to know what you want us to do about yuri on ice do you want that reaction podcast do you want that play by play yes if you want us to talk about yuri on ice and at the beginning of every episode tell us yeah well we'll get on it like at least 12 episodes you know we can just go through it yeah it's not that long it's really not that long and it's worth it that mm-hmm. that's also my recommendation for the week which we don't do it's not part of this podcast i recommend yuri on ice to everybody <laughs> are we gonna add this is this thing we have to think about now i just need it right now yeah we also recommend going to women's marches i'm sure there'll be a lot yeah i'm sure there'll be a lot in the upcoming years years of pain so yeah uh when you are faced with shitty dudes who are trying to restrict your body and your choices just remember that you are a siren and you can kill them with your song you can kill them you can drown them and or use them as fertilizer yes all right this feels good all right all right we're okay i'll talk to you uh later guys i love you all even you haters which don't exist yet but i'm really i really want some haters Honestly, we we deserve a few. I need one or two, at least. We've earned them, I feel. Okay, bye! Alright, bye guys! Bye!